This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. We are back. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And uh, with week two now in the books, Matt, I thought we'd take a look at some of the uh, ad drops. Um, yeah. I got an article here by uh, John Daigle on the... Oh, Royal Daigle World. does good yeah. work. Yeah. Um, Quick on his... note, I mean, this is obviously a huge Steeler theme we've been talking about all week, too, is there's so many injuries from this weekend, and some of them are, you know, serious and you know they're done, but not many. Most of them are questionables and maybes yeah. and a lot of practice report stuff this week. To we'll monitor. get more into that tomorrow as yeah, we get closer. To yeah, be start... aware of this year. This um week. Yeah, he has his what he's calling the drop list here. Okay. These are guys that he feels like you can get rid of because, well, they're seen enough. Yeah. yeah. Quarterbacks, Jameis Winston and Baker Mayfield. Hmm. I guess. I mean, like, I would rather have Carr, Darnold, Daniel Jones. I'm thinking of guys that might not have got drafted. Baker Mayfield's averaging 24 passes a game right I know. Now. That's just not enough. And, his and they played the right. Chiefs. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I think that's enough said. Yeah. They're not going to throw the football. And he, he doesn't run. He's not a bad athlete, but he doesn't run yeah. at all. At least Daniel Jones runs. And Jameis, I mean, they're they're offensively challenged right now. They have receivers. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's that cut and dry. I mean, I'm a I'm a Jameis Winston supporter. Not that he's great, but they have no receivers. Yeah. I mean, so you can't use them. At running back, he's only got one. It's Ronald Jones. Wow. I wouldn't have had Ronald Jones to begin with. I can't stand that backfield. Yeah. I'm cutting Gio Bernard this week, too. He was a late-round flyer for me. That Thought he'd be you know, yeah. receiving back. I want nothing to do with any of those. Fournette's the only one that's worth anything, and I want none of them. Yeah. They're not going to score any touchdowns. Brady's going to throw a million touchdowns. Fournette out-touched Ronald Jones last week, 29-11. to 11. This after Bruce Arians comes out and says, Ronald Jones is our starter. He's, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> People yeah. haven't learned that It made that no yet. sense at yeah. the time, either. There's probably others, but yeah, okay. Uh, wide receiver. He's cutting. These guys are both hurt. Michael Gallup and Jerry Judy. I guess. I mean, if somebody cut Judy, you know, I, I just mentioned I'm cutting Gio Bernard. If there's nobody out there I love, I'd stash Judy for a couple weeks. I mean, it might. It's going to be more up. than a couple weeks. It's going to be a while. I yeah. mean, he might not even be the same. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just really think he's a good player. I mean, I'm but... stashing Michael Thomas right now. And every week when I got to make waiver moves, I'm like. You uh, think about it. You got to think about cutting. Mm-hmm. Like, is it worth holding on to this guy? That whole game. I'm kind of talking on both sides of my mouth, but that if you don't have a D, if waiting. you don't have like an IR spot on your roster, right. it's tough to hold on to those guys it when you really get a limited is. bench. Because there's somebody appealing every week you'd rather have that's a waiver wire. Yeah, guy, you know, a tight end, Mike Gesicki. Yeah, Fuller's back. Offense is bad. Gesicki doesn't play a ton of snaps either. Yeah, you know, like Hunter Hunter Long didn't play his past week, but he's out there. Um, is it Shaheen, the other one's down there? They, they have another yeah. tight end that plays a fair amount, too. And I think they want to throw to Fuller. And even Parker's not bad. But Fuller, Parker, and, and Waddle. Yeah. Plus the quarterback situations. Quarterback situations. It's not good even if to his health. Although with Brissett, I, I might hold on to Gesicki another week with Brissett stepping in. See, I think Brissett with a week of practice won't embarrass himself this week. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he's a good player. And he threw to the tight ends. He comes out of that Indianapolis offense where they used the tight ends. And the – Patriot offense, yeah. you know, back in the day when they had Gronk and, you know. His top five pickups of the week. Okay. 
It's a bad week, actually. Yeah. Rondell Moore, number one. Yes. But <laughs> he's tiny. I mean, he's tiny, <laughs> and he caught like a 70-yard touchdown yeah. with like the worst blown coverage of the week. Like, that didn't happen very often, but he's going to get targets. They use And them. it's a good offense. Yeah. You know, he's a good football player. So, yes. But are you starting him this week? No. I don't think I can either. No. Might be a Kirk week. It might even be an A.J. Green week, you know. Uh, number two pickup. Max Williams got balls. Yeah. Mm. Seven of them. Right. Um, Alexander Madison. He should, I mean, yeah. he should be in leagues. He should be in leagues anyway. Yeah. He's not wonderful, but Cook has an injury history, and he was on and off the field this past week. Yeah. Number three. This guy is like, just won't go away. James White. See, he's I a can't, roster clogger. I can't I mean. go there. Yeah. I mean, he's he's you're going to get eight points out of him every week. Right. But the, you're going to get eight points out of him every week. If he scores, you might get 12. They're not gonna, know, they like don't it's... score enough points for him to be valuable. No. And I host that Locked on Dynasty podcast. And, you know, those are bigger rosters. You keep them forever. But we, we refer to a lot of guys as roster cloggers. Yeah. You know, like, they should be in a big league. But he just sits on my roster and you're never years gonna go use by. Him. You're never gonna never... push the button on Sunday. Say, no. oh, I'm starting James White this if, week. If you owned him for the last three years in a dynasty league, you'd have started him never. <laughs> <laughs> so why not take a shot on some rookie there? Or whatever? You know yeah. what I mean? Get him off your roster. Uh, number four pickup this week: Cordero Patterson. I'm thinking about putting in for him. You know, the, just because I'm. Gonna, I thought I was gonna cut Geo. I was looking at it today. I'm like. He's not horrible. The other thing I've is, for that so many how is he going to be guy, listed? Though? I don't know. You know, differently. He's a running back or receiver, right? If I he's... think he's a running back. Yeah, I think he's Davis's second. I think he's number two, but I'm not sure that every fantasy site calls right. Him that. Some might call him a wide receiver, but if he's if he's a wide receiver and he's getting carries and he has right. some value, right. some cheat codes it's the whole situation right, right. that you had with Taysom Hill last year when mm-hmm. he became the starting quarterback. And for some reason, there were leagues out there that listed him as a tight end. Which was so dumb. Right? Which was ridiculous. You're right. It's You're getting cool. to use a, a quarterback at tight end. Well, he's going to get points. Yes. More points than most tight ends. I have bitten, I mentioned dynasties, I've bitten on Cordell Patterson 12 times and got bit every time. You know, like it's never worked <laughs> out. One good week with a new coach, I'm not sure is enough for me to get excited. But I hear you. They need someone to carry the... the Arthur Smith seems to love the guy. I don't. I just don't get it. I yeah, don't. I'd have to see a couple more weeks before I consider starting him. Yeah, he is so talented and like maybe the best kicker to offer Turner ever, but it doesn't work. I mean, he yeah. doesn't run routes. He doesn't really know what to do all the time. You know, like it's bad. Uh, number five is a guy we actually talked about last week and he had a good game this past week. Tim Patrick. Yeah, you know he should be in leagues. Yeah, he should be in leagues. He's a bit of a roster clogger too, just because. You're probably not going to use him until, until the buys comes. You know, right, maybe right, right. then you, you throw him in there. but And he may catch a 40-yarder for you one day, and you're happy about it. But, you know, in the end, you probably have better people on your roster, even if your roster is pretty bad. This that ne- doesn't mean he shouldn't be in the list. Yeah, the next five he has here are high-stakes top five. Okay, I'm not sure why I guess these would be but... deeper leagues. Okay. Um, he has Patterson number one. Okay. Number two is Van Jefferson. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. He had. They live in three receiver sets now with Everett and, and he's in on the Seattle. Field, yeah. He's there all the time. They throw him deep. He's getting a lot of usage and hasn't popped yet. I like the player too. Yeah. I mean, and I think he'll be like Woods' replacement one day. In the meantime, he's the number three, but on the field a lot. He'll have explosive. some like you know Reynolds in that role last year had some games. Yeah, and like, he's better than yeah. Reynolds. I mean, yeah. he's better out in and out of his breaks. And you know, I think Deshaun Jackson scared some people away. 
Deshaun Jackson's not factoring in at all. Not Neither at all. is Atwell. Yeah. You know, those guys aren't. Number three. Um, actually kind of popped a little bit last night. is Quintez Cephas. Yeah. Sitting there watching with my son. He's like, I might pick up the Cephas guy. I like it. <laughs> yeah. He's, Somebody's he, got to catch the ball there other than yeah. Hawkinson. I mean, he ran like a 4-7 coming out of Wisconsin. Yeah. Minnesota Keenan Allen. Right. But he's big and strong. He goes up and gets the football. He was productive at every level. He's a good receiver. Yeah. You know, like – I forget where I was talking about the the Lions today. But we were recapping the game. And it was like Cephas and St. Brown, they're NFL starting type guys. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if you had Calvin Johnson or Herman Moore yeah, or they, they somebody They didn't have else. to be the guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not their fault, but they're useful. Uh, four is the guy we talked about yesterday, K.J. Osborne. Yeah. I still don't know much about him. (laughs) But his opportunity is tremendous. The chances are there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's on the field all the time now. And what if Thielen or Jefferson happens to stub a toe? All of a sudden, he's in a pretty good situation. They're using him. He gets tons of single coverage. Jefferson's been a little down because I think every team in the league just realizes he's a stud. You know, this time last year was like Thielen or Jefferson. Thielen's not going to run by you. Right, right, right. But I'm not worried about Jefferson. Uh, And number five is I can't pull the trigger on this one. Peyton Barber. He's just not good. Yeah. You need Jacobs to be out. You need the Raiders to be winning. And we already saw that, and he didn't do much right. against the Steelers. He got 13 carries, but he had like 26 yards. Right. Yeah, and that's, their that's run who blocking, he is. I mean, their, their O-line's pretty bad, too. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's Especially in the run is. game. I was not impressed with their guard-center-guard combination at all. Here's his contingency top 10. Ooh. So these would be some handcuffs here. Yeah. Chuba Hubbard, number one. Yeah. It's a good offense. I think he's clearly the two. Uh, Alexander Madison, two. Yeah. Yeah. Kenneth Gainwell, three. Two guys off the... He's creeping up my like list as well, but he has some James White to him, too, which is scary. Four is Damian Williams. Yeah. Five is Jamar Jefferson. I guess. Six is Tony Jones. Yeah. I mean... We're scraping a little We're here. We're scraping, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I also think... Opportunity's it, king, and they could get it easily. Is Kamara going to last at this I mean, usage? Imagine how bad that offense would be without Kamara. Yeah. And just an average back in his place. You know, like, I don't know that... I mean, if Kamara gets hurt right now, is out for the year... Are you starting Jones in week one in this no. next week? No. No. The, I mean, the, maybe the, when Thomas comes back and they figure things <laughs> out. And, yeah, that he's hurt by then. And, uh, seven, Samaje Prerine. I suppose. Bengals, uh, yeah. they're, they're, you know, you look at it. He's, he's the already, kid I kind of like is a Mixon's rookie. already got 46 carries. Right, and like he has he's, an injury history. He's uses, they usage. want the bell cow back. Yeah. I forget his name off the top of my head. He was a seventh-round pick from Michigan this year, the running back that tested real yeah. well. I'm kind of enamored by him a little bit, but uh, Mixon's the guy there. Yeah. Mixon's the only one that carried the football on the whole team yesterday, right. last week. Eight is Daryl Williams. Yeah. <laughs> None of these are exciting. No, I know. We're going deep here. But, like, Edwards Alaire is frustrating. Yeah. Again, I, I reference my son a lot. That's why I didn't want to. I had. I wanted nothing to do with taking him because I. He just. They're not running the ball and they're not throwing to the backs. Yeah. Like, well, that's the problem. You know. I played. <laughs> I played against him this week. It was actually a, a like a bonus because he, he had like two points. Yeah. Right. Played the and whole game and had two played points. The whole game. <laughs> you would think Casey's running back is great, and I tell the story all the time. I mean, that 2007 Patriot team was so awesome. They just traded for Randy Moss. 
And I thought I was so smart. I'm like, boy, I'm ahead of the curve. I, I think this is going to be by far the best offense in the league. Give me Lawrence Maroney. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just he did Daryl Williams might be <laughs> right. he might have more value than Edwards Hilaire in a lot of weeks. He did last Maybe. week. He scored. I assume he's better in production. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean. I don't know. Edward Solaire seems too easy to play against, and, and just in the real world. Yeah. Nine is Alex Collins. I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, we're digging deep here. I right. Mean, yeah. And then 10 is Justin Jackson. I think he's the two again. I think. One yeah. week ago, I thought Roundtree was the two. <laughs> that might change from week to week. <laughs> right. I think Jackson's a pretty decent player when yeah. healthy, but, yeah, that's messy. Uh, looking here at some running backs, he's, guys that you could stash ahead of week three. Daniel Jones? Yeah, I think Jones should be in leagues. Teddy Bridgewater? I'm not buying it. <laughs> Jones runs. I mean, it's They're playing a pretty you bad. you got to be Brady yeah. to get away without running. And Sam Darnold? Darnold, I'm a believer. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a good he's offensive good weapons around He's got a good schedule. Yeah. Uh, running backs, again, you a lot of the same names here. Madison, James White, can't go there. Cordero yeah. Patterson, I can't go there. J.D. McKissick? I can go there because they like him. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, it. he got a ton of snaps in that Thursday night game. He did. It was just maddening if you're a Gibson owner. And we both are. And you were saying, and when he's on text. the field, they use him. That's the other thing. Oh yeah, he gets the ball when he's out. There. Yeah, right. He's a good receiver. He's reliable. He's better than the. And James they even Whites let him like a couple of times when they ran the ball in their in their like there was one play. I think I texted you. It was right after the two minute warning mm-hmm. in that game. Gibson's on the field. It's third and one, and they pull him out of the game after the t- after the, the, the clock ran the, down, yeah. and they put McKissick back out on the field, and they run McKissick for the first down. I'm like, are you kidding me? You, you pulled him out for that play. You pulled right? you the, pulled the your best runner, running back out the guy to do that. Power and a super yeah. Like I mean, there might be something missing with Gibson, but I'm very much uh, entrenched with him that he's gonna. But there will be some frustrating times when it's two minute time and. They clearly like McKissick. Yeah, and you need four points, and you're not going to get them. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, that was like the whole offense for a while last year. Yeah. Dump it to McKissick, you know, Alex Smith and Haskins, you know. Uh, five is Chuba Hubbard again. Six, this is an interesting one. Carry on Johnson. Hmm. He might be the only healthy guy they have this week who has any kind of NFL yeah, experience. Yeah, right, right. It wouldn't surprise me to see them activate carry on Johnson later this week. And he goes in and has a monster everybody. game. Right, right, right. <laughs> I like the player. every back that runs for the, the 49ers has a big game. Yeah. I mean, the situation's really good. Like, if you're hurting for a running back this week. He's been there long enough. That's that a guy that's system good enough for and, a running back. And there's no guarantee that he's going to be the guy this week. But Sunday, no. you might be happy that you picked him up. Right. I mean, it'll be a short-term fix. You right. might get two weeks out of him or something like that. And then or, on to the next guy. Yeah, or he yeah. gets hurt. No, he gets hurt, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a history there. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not a terrible one in a really deep league. At wide receiver, the same names we just talked about. Uh, Sterling Shepard is now uh, rostered in 57%. He's got to be in every league. 57%, now. though. He's That's still, way too low. Yeah. Uh, it's Rondell Moore, Tim Patrick, Van Jefferson, Quintez Cephas, K.J. Osborne. Okay. Tight ends. Cole Komet. Yeah, his usage went down from week one to two, but I like how he looks. Jared Cook. I think he can still play. Yeah. He's in a good offense. Yeah, you had a touchdown call back. Touchdown call back. To, could have had a big week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three is Pat Fryermuth. I tend to agree. People are starting to catch up with our thinking mm-hmm. on this. That uh, Yeah, I tend to he's agree. He's going to be the guy. Yeah. Do you think Ebron snaps decrease? 
and one's on. They still seem to trust Ebron in some situations, right. and they're out there together. When they know. get that, like I've noticed, when they get down towards the goal line, Fryermuth comes in the game. He's gonna score a lot of touchdowns yeah. in his career. Yeah, you know, I, I absolutely believe that. I think they trust him down low, down close. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, I can't pull the trigger on starting him yet, though. That's oh no, <laughs> not yet. Um, Dawson Knox is interesting to me. Yeah. They actually are used the tight end in two games. I didn't dislike him coming out of school. There was something there to work with. He's not just a blocker. Fits a really good offense. Be, yeah. You know. And the other one I keep mentioning is Troutman. Just because they need somebody to catch the ball. Yeah. Well, if he hasn't caught it yet, I don't know. I know. It's, it's been <laughs> slow. But the uh, offense did nothing in week two. Streaming defenses this week. Mm. I mentioned the Carolina Panthers. Good one. Being the number one. He's got him at number one. Yeah. The defense is playing really well. Again, not great competition, but. How about the Raiders' defense against the Dolphins at home? I think they'll. That's a, not a bad streamer. They'll rush the passer. They'll get after. Yeah, that offensive line is bad. Brissett yeah. has some escapability. Some, but the line's bad. But the line's really bad. Yeah, and they allowed a lot of pressure to Buffalo. It's not bad. I can't believe the Raiders are in that conversation defensively, but they deserve to be. Yeah, these next two, you're going to have trouble, a real problem pulling the trigger on these ones. Here's the Falcons at three. Who do, who do the I Falcons don't, play? I don't care who they play. Unless they play the Jets or someone like that, I I, I got mean, no interest. Unless they're playing a MAC team, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the worst defense in the league, and they don't rush a passer at all. They don't like, rush a passer at all. I mean, key number one rule for me, and is they gotta have a pass rush. Yeah, I mean, good matchups, great, but if I'm gonna roster a defense, they gotta rush a passer a little. Like I would, I I would have to put the Titans ahead of them. He's got them at yeah. four. They're both bad defenses. They're both bad defenses, right. but you, I mean, I get it. You're playing bad quarterbacks. Sure. But I don't care who Atlanta. They're plays. not going to throw you the ball all day. I'm a bad defenses. I'm not going. I'm going to play a, a good defense with a bad matchup before a bad defense. I with a completely, 100 percent agree. Um, I hope somebody picks up the Falcons D though in all my life. <laughs> Go ahead, and <laughs> right? Uh, Tyrod Taylor on injured reserve. Yeah, I just saw that too. That's uh, bad. so with Nico Collins. Not yeah. that he's a great fantasy asset, but does that kill Cooks? I guess that's all that matters for fantasy. Yeah. I think it kills Cooks. I think it kills Cooks. You want nothing to do with that backfield. They use their backs a ton, but they use 10 of them. So that doesn't help. That doesn't help you at all. Cooks was the only one useful, and I think it kills Cooks. Shockingly enough, Danny Amendola going on the uh, – wow. he's got, he's got he a last injury. two games. Yeah, he'll miss two to three weeks. He's 36. He's 36, and he is all beat up. We need to sign in a 36-year – like, what good does that do you? Yeah, yeah. that doesn't make any he sense. He is all beat up. Um – Carolina, does this concern you at all? They play, placed uh, guard uh, Pat Eflin, Elflin, Elfline, I guess. Elfline, yeah. On the injured reserve. Their line's bad, especially yeah. on paper. They make up for it pretty well with scheme and all the weapons they have. But they gave him – was he one of the ones they gave money? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they did. Him and uh, the tackle who stinks too. I mean, it, they signed some not good linemen to big immediate free agent money, which I kind of rolled my eyes at, but he's – yeah, they're counting on them, so yeah, it's a problem, I guess. Uh, I bet their first round pick next year is an offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom Pelissaro reporting that uh, Andy Dalton with the knee is considered week to week. That's great news <laughs> for Fields. Like, that tells you he's probably not going to play this week. Some of you might be in a league that Fields is available. Pick if him up. by chance. Put yeah. a lot of money on it because yeah. if he starts one week, I mean, he's going to be eventually. He's going to be back in the lineup because yeah. Dalton's not going to stay healthy. I don't even care about his situation. He'll be at least as good as Jalen Hurts was as a rookie last year. If he runs for sixty yards a game, you win. There's a good chance one of them's going to be a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing in a four 
four pa- uh, four point per passing touchdown league. Yeah, and he scores a rushing touchdown. That's like a that's like a touchdown and a half. <laughs> People still don't realize this enough. I mean, if he's the starter, hundred percent of the snaps, I might rather have him for fantasy than Brady or Rogers. Yeah. If he throws you know I mean? for let's say he throws for 150 yards passing, which is nothing, which is nothing. He, Easily, will get everybody that. gets that. Yeah, yeah. Lamar gets that every. But week, he rushes know? for 60 yards a game and happens to score as a runner. Right, right. You know, well, by the way, if your league also gives you points for for carries, which yeah, a lot of leagues do, do yeah. yeah, one point for every five carries right, 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 or something right. like that. Again, those are added. Those are like bonus points. Not much different than Brady throwing four touchdowns and running zero times. Yeah, I mean, it, it almost makes his floor 20 points. Right, 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 and a high ceiling too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So because he might score two rushing touchdowns, you have to be a special quarterback to be startable. It's like having a running back that also is throwing the ball for you and <laughs> catching it. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. All that it stuff does all the above. Um, how about this one? The Packers waved Jay Sternberger. Did they? Never seemed to gel since he got picked. I liked him coming out of school. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know what more is going on in that situation, but something's missing there with him. Probably ends up in a practice squad somewhere, but he he can fade away pretty quick. Some of those tight ends just never adjust. Uh, Jarvis Landry placed on injured reserve. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? Wow. Okay. So does that mean, we talked about this in an earlier segment, does Odell get rushed back? I mean, Higgins and Peoples-Jones and Schwartz, are they're fine three through fives, but that team's really hurting for uh, a go-to pass catcher. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. Hooper led the team. In, so does that boost Hooper? I think I, I heard the stat Ugh. that Baker Mayfield threw the ball 21 times, I, I think. Against or maybe Texas. 23, something okay. like that. Small 12 one. of them were targets to the tight ends. And against the Chiefs, he targeted them a and lot, you don't, too. You don't, I mean, and Joku's kind of explosive. Yeah, but he's, he's also splitting fifth, time with two other dudes. He's, he's, spl- he's splitting time with two other guys, yeah. and he's also as likely to drop the ball as he is to catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not great. No, that's not great. No, their receiving situation's rough. I mean, just looking at their target distribution through two weeks, it, it feels like they're searching. You know, they're just – none of them are dangerous. If, if Hooper's your most dangerous receiver, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're, you got issues. Right. I mean, Fryer moves a lot more explosive than him. And then you, you only know? want to give the ball to Nick Chubb 12 times a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I assume people are stacking the box even more and more now. Yeah. And – I guess that brings us back to Baker being droppable. Yeah. I think Baker's droppable. Um, how about this one? Jerry Jones said today that he's hopeful that Amari Cooper will play this week. He's got a rib issue. Mm. That would be a big deal. That would be a Gallup huge deal. Out, they don't right. play again until Monday night. So. Well, that stinks how about for their, Cooper. How about their schedule, though? They, yeah, really. They open, like, Thursday, Thursday. Then they don't play again until Sunday. Then they get off again. Like, they're getting yeah. some nice gaps there. Yeah. Maybe it's the beneficiary of uh, having hard knocks in your, your building. But that's. That's like the worst thing ever, though. I mean, yeah. you get a, if Cooper's your wide receiver too, you don't have a contingency plan if you're game time decision. Unless you're night. unless you're picking up uh, um, who might that their third three. Yeah, um, that might be worth the move. You know, just as a backup. Uh, he's yeah, I forget his name too. This yeah. former Steelers kid. Um, yeah, yeah. Yep, anyways, yep. Um, how about this stat on it's making Tre- me crazy? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> how about this stat on Trevor Lawrence? There's a hundred people listening going. It's him. They're screaming, yeah. yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence leads the NFL with 36% of his passes being uncatchable. I heard that, too. Like, that's crazy stuff. Yeah. That's ridiculous numbers. Yeah, it really is. And he has a lot of picks already, too. Him and Wilson both have a lot of picks. 
Lawrence is very aggressive, which is great at Clemson when you got way better better people, guys. Yeah, you know, right. And I'm not, and it's better to be aggressive just overall for a rookie quarterback than to be in a shell and you got to coach the aggression out of them. But this could be a very rocky rookie year for him. I mean, very rocky. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Cedric Wilson, by the Cedric way. Cedric Wilson. Yeah. That's him. One final stat here before we uh, call it a show. Josh Allen this year completed mm. 30, is completing 33 of his pass attempts, 33% of his pass attempts between 10 and 25 yards through week two. Okay. That's kind of it's kind of like a regression to a to a large degree from where he because last year he was hitting those. Yes, the stat I heard were the deep ones, the ones even further than that. I mean, it guess depends how you want to break up the, the is way down from last year. Yeah. I mean, he, well, he's one for six against the Steelers on balls mm-hmm. past twenty yards. So I mean, uh, the guy I was listening to was pick up Manny Sanders because Allen's going to get he's their deep threat. Allen's going to get back to being at least average with the deep ball. But we should all think he was so efficient with his deep and intermediate passing, it's probably going to go backwards. You know, it's certainly yeah. not going to go up 10% every year. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's really, really good. Um, I might be buying him low, though, for fantasy. Yeah, I would. I mean, I think better days are ahead, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I would expect him to be what he was last year either, which is why you don't draft quarterbacks yeah, early. Because yeah. like, you probably, if you if you have him on your team, you probably had to draft him in, what, the third round? Right, right, right. Are you trading Allen for Dak? I think it's a sideways move. Russell Wilson. Sideways move. Okay. Lamar and Kyler, you are. Kyler, I am for sure. Kyler might be my one. I, you, nobody's going to make that deal for you, though. No, I'm just saying, yeah. like, where's Allen in the pecking order? Would you rather Brady? No. Okay. Doesn't no. run. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, his value hasn't changed dramatically. But you're not as happy with the pick as you were on draft day. When yeah, you when you round. walked out, he goes, oh, I get Josh Allen. Right, right, right. <laughs> Took him ahead of, you know, yeah. a couple good, of really good guys. Yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. I think he won't score as many fantasy points as last year. No, it doesn't look like game. it's going to be the, the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're just not going to run him as much. Like, he didn't, run, he didn't run much last week at all. I've said this a million times. I'm the owner of the Bills, and I just gave you hundreds of millions like of dollars. Like, he watched them getting hit by the Steelers and said, no, right. we're not doing that. I think you should run less, Josh. <laughs> and, um, it's, yeah, it's an order from above. Absolutely. But uh, that's going to do it for our show today. So, for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Brian LaMartina here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> Black and gold football lives here 24-7. You're listening to SNR.